0: You ask, we answer your immigration questions. Simple. And now your host, immigration lawyer, Jacob Soposhnik. Hello, hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Ask an Immigration Lawyer. I'm excited to introduce the next several episodes because we are actually using audio from our YouTube videos to share with a lot of the people that are not able to watch the videos every day. They prefer audio version to be on the go. So you, you can listen to it in the car or whatever you, you want to get the information from about our the immigration changes and the different topics we cover in, in those videos. So the next several episodes will have audio from our YouTube videos and also full transcripts with easy to find section description of what you have in each episode. So hopefully you like this format. Let me know what you think. And without further ado, let's jump in right into this next episode. So enjoy and We'll see you in our next episode. Hello, everybody, my name is Jacob Sapochnik, and I'm an immigration attorney based in San Diego, California. In this video, I will share with you the five most common mistakes that employers make every single time when they are involved in the process of filing a labor certification, also known as PERM. Mistake number one. When you prepare an ETA 1989, which is also the perm application, it's very important to check every single line on that form. The number one mistake is that employers who do it on their own, or even who work with attorneys who are inexperienced in the process, they fail to check the form cor- uh, cor- correctly. Even one typographical error, a wrong, a wrong box checked, um, you know, misspelling of a name or something like that, can result in denial of the case. And if a case is denied um, because of a typographical error, there's not really a way to correct it. Sometimes you can't even withdraw the petition. You have to file a new one and it can get really complicated. So it's really, really important to double, triple check this form very carefully to make sure it matches everything that you've done up to the moment of filing. Mistake number two, employers and people that are working with employers make mistakes in the placement of the ads. Most common mistake that we see is putting those ads in the wrong dates, in the wrong information. So, for example, it's required to have specifically two Sunday ads. If you put an ad on one Sunday and the next ad is going to be on a Monday, that is not correct. And it's going to result in denial of the case. Sometimes the, the dates are not matching. Um, and so, it's really important to outline the recruitment schedule beforehand. Either you work with an agency who does a recruitment, but make sure that you outline those ads before you place them and make sure that you check with the newspaper that the ads are placed on the correct dates the way you're going to place them on the form. Otherwise, even one bad ad can result in denial of this entire case. Very, very devastating. Mistake number three, employers fail to um, um, employees and people who work with employees who prepare the form, they fail to match the experience of the employee, the, the foreign alien who is filing for the perm, his past experience with the experience required for this future job, for the perm job. And so, there's a special section on the form, section K, that lists all the, the alien's past experience. So for example, if somebody was an SEO expert and they list all their SEO experience and their future job. Is somebody um, somebody who is an engineer, um, is a computer engineer, who may be working with PPC, but not really. If that experience does not seem related uh, or almost identical matching, labor department will deny those cases. And we've seen quite a few of those denials just for that one reason that the past experience is not matching what the person is going to be doing in the future. Mistake number four is once the ETA form has been submitted, there's an email sent from the Labor Department to the employer and a lot of employers are failing to respond to that email and that could be resulting in abandonment of the case. So make sure that once the ETA 1989 is filed, look at the emails coming from the OL for for, the, for a week after filing and make sure you respond to those questions, about seven questions, and keep a confirmation email that you did respond for your records for after the petition is filed because it's very important for that process, for that step to happen because that, again, could be a reason for denial. <clears throat> reason number five, not keeping clear records and not doing everything you're supposed to be doing during the recruitment process. For example, keeping all the resumes of people that applied, keeping all the ads and the tier sheets of the newspaper, keeping all the uh, responses and their interview records in a recruitment file, maintaining a recruitment file. If you don't do that, if there's an audit, and you're not prepared for that audit because you didn't keep records, it can result in a denial of your application. So, those are the five most common things that we've seen that employers do and people that work with employers that keep resulting in denials of those perms. So, if you avoid those five mistakes, you'll be golden. And you have your PERM labor certification application, application approved in no time. If you have questions about this and anything else related to the PERM application process, feel free to post it in the comments below or email them directly to me. Hopefully, this was helpful to you and you enjoy our videos and I'll see you in our next video. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening to the Ask My Immigration Lawyer podcast, the show that's dedicated to answering your immigration questions. Simple as that. See you next week for another round of questions and much needed answers.